three can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Have You Seen Me seamlessly picks up where Gossip Girl leaves off, but with more sex, more lies, and more dead bodies a la How to Get Away with Murder and You. When a coveted member of a group of entitled yet ambitious 20-somethings goes missing, their deadly secret is threatened to be exposed. But the real question is, who will be next? Read Have You Seen Me by creator Candy Washington on Amazon Kindle Vela or listen and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I am so honored to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is how to stop playing small, how to actually be successful and get what you want out of this life, if you need extra support, you can always book some one-on-one coaching with me. You can grab our Create Your Dream Life course. You can pick up our Journey to Self-Love journal. And don't forget to join our VIP Facebook group. And you can pick up some merch below too. There is so much that you can do. So like, subscribe, rate, review, and share this with a friend because glowing up is always easier and more fun with a little bit of support. So check out everything. It's all linked in the show notes, all linked in the description box. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, which is how to stop playing small. Okay. So first you might be thinking, well, what is playing small? How do I know if I'm doing it? So playing small is when you make decisions based out of fear, insecurity, low self-worth, and a scarcity mindset. So basically you are operating from a place of fear and feeling not good good enough and less than. So maybe you're not going on dates because you think that you're not worthy of love. You know, maybe you're not asking for a promotion or getting a new job or putting yourself out there because there's a part of you that is fearful that, you know, you're not worthy of more money or what will happen if you become wealthy, right? So instead of going after the things that you truly want and leveling up in life, you sort of stay stuck you stay sort of in mediocrity, you stay complacent, and you just play small. You get what you get, and that's it, right? You don't really ask questions. You don't push back. You don't seek more. You're just kind of coasting. You're just existing, and it, everything's just sort of, okay, I guess this will do. So if that's how you feel in your life, if you feel stuck, if you feel complacent, if you just feel like, well, I guess this is as good as it gets and that's it and I'm not going to put myself on a limb, you're probably playing small. So let's talk about some ways that you can play big, that you can really put yourself out there, that you can really get the things that might feel scary, that might feel big, but that you totally deserve, right? So maybe you're at 
a certain level at your job, but you really want to be the boss or you really want to be making more money. Or maybe you're single and you really want to be in that loving relationship. Maybe you're living in an apartment and you really want to be living in that house. Maybe you're in a relationship, but it's not working out and you're too scared to get out of it, right? Any of those things could be staying stuck, staying small, and not leveling up. So let's talk through a couple of ways for you to start playing big and for you to start getting what you really want out of life. Okay, so the first thing is level up your friendship group. So a lot of times when we stay stuck and we stay small, it's because we are stuck in the same friendship groups. And that's not, this doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your friends. It doesn't mean that um, they're not good people. It doesn't mean that they're not good. None of that. It just means that if you look around your friendship group and you're not inspired by them, and by inspired, I mean you're, you're like, wow, they really pour into me. They really encourage me. They want me to do better. They want me to up-level in life. If they're just kind of going with the flow and you're just going with the flow, that might be a sign that you need to up-level your friendship group in order to play bigger in your own life. You should also see, do my friends, Am I? do I aspire to be like them? You know, do you guys all live in the same area? Do you guys all make about the same amount of money? Do you guys kind of have the same lifestyle? No one in your friendship group is someone that you aspire to be like. Like, do they have the more money, the healthier relationships? And, that, and I'm talking about sort of quote-unquote materialistic external things, but that's what this episode is about. It's about how are you going to truly level up and play bigger with the tangible things in your life, and that's through your mindset shift, okay? So if nobody in your friendship group, nobody who you associate with is living a life that's on a higher level, that's doing better, that's a little bit, you know, bigger than yours, then that's a sign that you're playing small. You're staying stuck and you're playing complacent. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your friends. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with their lifestyle. But if you know in your gut and you know in your heart that you want more out of life, that there's something bigger and better for you, you should really try to start leveling up the people you associate with and leveling up the people you spend your time with and leveling up your friendship group. Okay. Doesn't mean you have to let those people go if they're good people. But you also want to incorporate people that inspire you and that you aspire to be like. So you have an impetus to play bigger. You have a blueprint to play bigger, right? Okay. The next way that you, you know, become successful and you start stop playing small is to be mindful of not only your self-talk, what you say to yourself, but what you say to other people too. Like there's sort of this fake humble like this fake humility this sort of like fake humble like it's not really even humility it's sort of like more like self-deprecation like oh well you know like I guess I got that or like I'm not really that good of a singer or I'm not actually that smart or like "Mm, like you know I'm sure that like I would never be in a position to get that job or you know guys never commit to me because I'm so whatever blah 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 right there's sort of this sort of fake humility there's sort of this sort of self-deprecation And I will tell you one thing, if you do nothing else at all, and you want to change your life, change the way you talk to yourself and change the way you speak about yourself. Your self-talk is so important. Your inner dialogue is so important. So if you are fearful to speak bigger things into your life, to speak your capabilities, to speak your amazingness, to speak your magic, to to be confident, to own who you are, then of course that's not showing up for you. 
How can you experience something that you're too afraid to admit to yourself and to others, that you're too afraid to step into, right? So if you're too afraid to say, you know what, why not try out for that new position? Like, I bet you they're looking for someone just like me. I bet you my skill set is a great match. I bet you I'm a fast learner and I would be great in that role. You know, or, or, you, or you know what, I am going to go on that dating app and I'm going to start meeting people. And I'm going to start going out because I'm a great catch. I'm amazing and I'm so easily committed to you. I'm wife material. Why not me, right? If you're not coming from that place of believing in yourself and loving yourself and being your own hype person, then you're not even putting yourself in the position to receive bigger and better. You're not putting yourself in the position to elevate and level up in your life. So be mindful of your self-talk and be mindful of the way you speak to others about yourself. Let go of self-deprecation, let go of fake humility and step into your own power, step into your own magic, step into your own self-confidence, and believe enough in yourself to speak life into yourself, to believe in who you are, and to believe in your capabilities, and to know that you can level up. You can. Think about the people who have these amazing jobs, but they're not actually qualified. Think about all these people who, you know, have amazing relationships and, you know, you would be like, wow, that guy was such a player back in the day, but now he's like totally great husband or whatever, right? Look at whatever. You can, you can make any example where you think on paper that person shouldn't have that, but they do. And the reason why they do is because they believe in themselves and they believe that they deserve to have it. So let go of thinking that somehow you have to be perfect on paper before you deserve to level up, before you deserve to be successful, before you deserve to have love. Just believe that you are enough and you're good and speak that into yourself. Be mindful of your self-talk and be mindful of how you speak about yourself to others. The third way to stop playing small and to level up in your life is make a list of what might be holding you back mentally because sometimes we don't even know what our own self-limiting beliefs are so get out a journal and just ask yourself what would happen if i succeeded what would happen if i got the money what would happen if i got into the relationship what would happen if blah 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 what would happen if i got pregnant what would happen if i lost the weight what would happen if i gained the weight or whatever it is right whatever it is that you want, if it's the money, if it's the car, if it's the career, if it's the relationship, if it's the body, if it's whatever, get real with yourself and think about how do you feel if you really got it? Like some people think if I actually made a lot of money, then my family would no longer know how to relate to me because nobody in my family has ever made this much money. You know, my friends wouldn't like me anymore because none of my friends have made this much money. They're going to think I'm changed. They're going to think I, they think everybody who made money is a corrupt or they think everybody who made money, you know, is stuck up or bad or evil, right? You know, what would happen if I actually got in the relationship? Well, if I actually got in the relationship, well then, you know, my single friends wouldn't like me anymore. And I really love my single friends or, You know, if I actually got in the relationship, then then I would actually have to work on myself. I have to make sure my communication skills are good. I'd have to make sure that I'm being committed and that I'm showing up. I have to share my space. I have to change my life, you know? So make a list of what are the beliefs that you're holding on to that you think will happen if you actually get what you truly want. 
And if those are limiting beliefs, start to change them, you know, start to change them. You know, if you think, oh, no one's going to like me and my friends and family if I make money, you're like, you know what? When I make this money, I'll be able to help my friends and family and everyone's going to love me and be so proud of me. You know, flip it, flip the belief into something that actually serves you. So you're no longer fearful of actually getting what you want. You no longer think you have to give up something in your life to get what you want. You know, if you're afraid that, you know, when I get in a relationship, my single friends won't like me anymore. Think when I get in a relationship, oh, my single friends are going to love me because I'm going to introduce them to my boyfriend's friends. Or my single friends are going to love me because... I'm still the same person and we can still do all the things we do together. Nothing has to change. We're still going to have our great relationship. Or if I get in a relationship, wow, I'm going to really have to learn how to work on myself. Well, you know what? It's good. It's about time I learned how to have healthy communication skills. It's about time I learned how to cohabitate into your space and to compromise and to be able to have standards and boundaries, you know? So get clear and honest with yourself about the beliefs that have been holding you back from actually going after what it is you truly want. The next thing is that you want to, and this kind of ties into that, is be mindful of your self-sabotage. So playing small in and of itself is a form of self-sabotage. You're not actually putting yourself in the position to receive more. You're not actually putting yourself in the position to succeed in any area, succeed in your health, succeed in your finances, succeed in love, succeed in whatever, right? So if you're playing small, that is a form of self-sabotage. And then there's other forms such as like procrastination, you're putting things off, uh, perfectionism, you think it has to be perfect, you have to be perfect, everything has to be right. Those are all forms of self-sabotage. So do an inventory. You know, are you self-sabotaging your own success? Are you getting in your own way? Are you not asking for help? Are you not leveling up mentally? Are you not, you know, thinking about your belief system? Are you not getting, you know, a healthy, you know, friend group or a mentor or anything like that? Think about what are the ways that I am sabotaging my own success? How am I actually playing small? When you identify those things, work on getting over it, right? If you're a perfectionist, then send an email out without proofreading it. You'll be okay. You know what I mean? You'll be fine. You know, launch the podcast without having all the episodes done. Just launch it. Put it out there. You know, don't wait for things to be perfect. Don't wait for you to be perfect. Don't put it off because that never comes. Nothing is perfect. Done is better than perfect because nothing will ever be perfect. You have big feature films that have like editing errors, like nothing will ever be perfect with like gazillion dollar budgets and they still make mistakes. So nothing is perfect. The next thing you want to do is cultivate faith in yourself. Because the reason why we're sabotaging, the reason why we're playing small, the reason why we're rooted in fear is because we actually don't believe in ourselves. We lack faith in ourselves. We lack faith that we can actually get it. We lack faith that if we get it, we can hold on to it. We lack faith that if we get it, um, we'll be okay. We'll still be loved. We'll still be liked. We won't be abandoned or whatever. We lack faith that we're worthy of it. It's all rooted in a lack in faith in self. So cultivate a loving, uh, uh, your self-love, a loving relationship with yourself. Cultivate self-forgiveness. Cultivate self-confidence. 
one affirmation that can help you with this is I now see myself the way the divine sees me. This is an affirmation I use whenever I need to have faith in myself, whenever I need to feel good about myself, whenever I need to really hype myself up. Because I know that the divine sees me as beautiful and woefully made, as perfect in his eyes, right? So the divine sees me only through pure love. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not a mistake. I'm, I don't have to be good enough. I don't have to do anything. The divine sees me through pure love. So imagine how unstoppable, how limitless, how powerful I would be if I saw myself the same. If I truly saw myself through the lens of pure love, there would be nothing that I could not be, do, or have. It would be unstoppable. So when I need to cultivate confidence, when I need to play big, when I need to get out of my comfort zone, when I need to truly have faith in myself, I just say, I now see myself the way the divine sees me. I now see myself the way the divine sees me. And the divine sees me in pure love. I'm capable. I'm confident. I'm enough. I'm worthy. I'm deserving. I am successful. I'm all of those things, right? Cultivate faith within yourself. And then you will have no option but to level up. The next is to get comfortable with failure. Get comfortable with it, right? Think about times in your past where you've quote unquote failed. Well, you're still here. No one died. And that's okay. Think about how many uber successful people have failed but then still became like super successful because they didn't give up and they didn't let failure mean anything personally. This is how you really level up when you play big and you stop playing small. You don't personalize failure. Failure is not a personal indication of your capability, your value and your worth and who you are. It's just information that the way in which you did something didn't turn out the way you thought it would. That's it. It is literally just data. It is just information. And people who do not personalize failure, who do not make failure an indictment on their self-worth are the most successful people in life because they know how to use failure, failure instead of letting failure use them. They use failure as a failure as a teacher, as information, as data. Oh, it didn't work out this way when I did it. Well, maybe I tweak this and do that and do it again. Oh, it didn't work out the way I did that. Well, maybe I tweak that and do this and do it again. Maybe I do it a different way. They course correct. They learn from it and they continue and move on. They don't personalize failure because failure is not personal. It just means you did something in a particular way and it didn't work out the way in which you thought it would. And another thing is a lot of times perceived failure isn't even failure. It's a stepping stone. It's information. Pivot a little bit this way. Try it again that way. Think about any successful person. They have failed more than they have succeeded because they viewed failure as just one step closer to getting what they wanted. They did not make failure 
a personal assault on their self-worth. And you shouldn't either. So you no longer fear failing because you know that failing is not a personal assault on your worthiness. It's simply information. So you can play as big as you want. You can fail as big as you want because you know you're using it to get to where you actually want to be. So do not personalize failure. It's not personal. It's just information. Try and fail bigger next time. How big can I fail? How, can I, how massively can I fail? Try and fail big. And then when you do, you realize, wow, I'm not dead. I'm still here. I'm alive. It's just information. And now I can try again with more wisdom. Because I know it didn't work that way. I can take what did work and now I can apply it again. Okay. The next is get out of your comfort zones. Get out of your comfort zone. Make, I was actually just having a conversation with one of my good girlfriends about this. Start making decisions from the next version of yourself. Not the current comfortable version of yourself. If you are making decisions based on where you are right now, then that is all you'll get is what you have right now. And she was like, well, you know, I have to be realistic. And I said, well, if you want to be realistic, look around because that is what your reality is. And if you're okay with your reality staying like this, then knock yourself out and be realistic. But if you actually want the next level of your life, if you actually want something new and something different, it's time to be unrealistic. It's time to consciously create what you want. And the way you consciously create what you actually want, the next level, is to make decisions from that version of you. Athletes do it. Entrepreneurs do it. CEOs do it. Everybody does. They all do it. They make decisions based on where they are going, not based on where they are. Think about a GPS system. When you get directions somewhere, what do they do? They tell you the next step based on where you're going. They don't tell you, stay here. They don't give you directions. They don't tell you where to take action from based on where you are. They tell you the next step to take action based on where you're going. Because if they didn't, you would just stay stuck in one spot. Up ahead, take a left. You're at the left. Up ahead, continue five miles. Up ahead, take a right at the, at the turn. That's how you have to be. You need to make the, the, your decisions and you need to make the steps you take based on the place of where you are going, not from the place of where you are. Because if you only think about my reality, if you only think about where I'm at, that's the only thing you'll get and you'll stay stuck. You have to think about where am I now and where am I going? And the way I get from where I am to where I'm going is to make decisions based on where I want to be. So think about the next version of you, the higher version of you. 
What does she look like? What does she do? What is her job? How does her day feel? And make decisions from that place. If I were a confident, successful woman running an amazing business, and someone asked me a question, someone asked me to do something, or there's a decision I need to make, I need to make that decision. I need to take that leap based on being that woman. Because that is the woman I am and that is the woman I want to be, regardless of what it may look like, regardless of what the reality is. Because if you want reality, that means you just want to stay stuck. A way you can do this is to do a scripting exercise. Think of the next version of you and write down what does their ideal day look like? How do they spend their time? What does it feel like to feel like them? Are they secure? Are they confident? Are they successful? Do they take risk? Right? And then you want to embody those qualities. So that way you can get from where you are to where you want to be. And you do it from taking action from that place. The next is, I already said it, take calculated risk. If you continue to play small, that means you're not risking anything. And if you risk nothing, you risk everything. I'm not saying go out and be lofty. I'm not saying go out and do dangerous things or spend all your money. I'm not saying any of that. But take some calculated risk. Get out of your comfort zone. Take some risk. Do something new. Try something different. You're not going to get to where you want to be by doing the same thing. You're just going to stay stuck. Take some calculated risk. And again, if the risk works out, amazing. Confidence booster, you got this. You continue to feel better about yourself. The risk doesn't work out, now we know. Failure is not personal. It's just information. Cool, I got some wisdom. I got some data. Now I can move forward. And you still have the confidence of, I took this risk. The risk didn't work out, and I'm still here. That should be a confidence booster right there. Wow, I can take a risk and it cannot work out and I'm still here? Hell, let me take more risk, right? Let me get some more information. Let me get one step closer to what I do want, right? Take some risk. Stop playing small. Pitch a big company to, to work for. Pitch a big campaign. Ask out the person. Do whatever it is. Run the marathon. You know, whatever it is. Apply for the home. Whatever it is, take some risk. Put yourself out there. The next is, and this might sound counterintuitive, but I bet you if you actually do the exercise, it would be really eye-opening. Let go of your current goals. Let them go. And the reason why I say this is I want you to let go of your goals and do this instead. Let go of your current goals. If you think I need this job, I need this relationship, I need this money, I need to live here, I need to look like this, I need to have that, let all that go, chuck it out the window. And then from a place of a clean slate, of being still and knowing, of getting quiet, without any of those past goals, 
without any family or society's expectations, without any timelines of what you have to do and what you have to be by what age and by where and by when, let all of that go and write out your now reimagined life from a clean slate. Starting today, just from a place of you, what you want to be, what you want to have, what you want to do. And we're not thinking about society. We're not thinking about timelines. We're not thinking about expectations. We're not thinking about family obligations or any of that BS. Just from a pure, clean slate of what you want your life to look like. If you could reimagine your next level, your life, what would that look like? Because sometimes we play small and sometimes we stay stuck because what we say we want, we don't actually want. Maybe everybody in your family is a doctor. So you think you have to be a doctor. Maybe society told you that you have to be a mother by the age 28, 30, whatever it is. Maybe you feel pressure that you have to be married by a certain age. Maybe you feel pressure that you have to have a certain type of job in order for that job to be valid, right? You want respect. You want, you know, to be taken seriously. You have to work in finance or you have to do this. You have to do that, you know? And maybe you're staying stuck and playing small because that's not what you actually feel inside. That's not what actually is your passion. That's not what actually ignites you because what they don't tell you is that you are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to want something that is different. You are allowed to take your time. You are allowed to do things differently. Just because you said when you were 10, you wanted to be a dentist, doesn't mean you have to be a dentist for the rest of your life because that's what you told everybody. Right? You are allowed to change your mind and you are allowed to make up your own mind about what you want your life to look like. Everybody doesn't want yachts and private jets. Everybody doesn't want to have kids. Everybody doesn't want to be married. Everybody doesn't want to have, you know, the picket fence and all that stuff. Everybody doesn't want those things at all the same time. Life is not linear. But when we get stuck in the identity of what we think our family expects, what we think society expects, that is when we live very stifled, unfulfilled, small lives. Because we forgot to check in with the one person who matters the most, and that is ourselves. So if you want to stop playing small, if you want to let go of insecurity and fear, if you want to get your passion back, if you want to get your fire back, let go of who you think you're supposed to be, what you think you're supposed to do, and what you think you're supposed to have in order to appease somebody else's expectation of your life and get very clear on what it is that brings you joy and what you think success is and what you want to have and be. What it is, what is it that you actually want to do? That's why you have a lot of people who will work in finance, but they secretly want to be writers. Sometimes you have struggling artists, starving artists who secretly want a lot of money, but they think that if they get money, people are going to think that they're a sellout, right? You have it on both ways. 
You have some people who take very stifled ways and inside they're really these creative people wishing they could let that creativity out. And then you have these very creative people who think that if I get success, if I get commercial success, if I actually make money, if I admit that I want comforts in life, somehow it takes away from the meaning of my art. Somehow I'm a sellout. Somehow my art isn't as cool or meaningful. So that's why you have to let go of what you think society says you're supposed to be, what you think your family says you're supposed to be, and actually get clear on who you want to be and who are you. And then from that place, play as big as you can. And that is when things will work out. From that place, that is where you want to play as big and as bold as you possibly can and say, I now see myself the way the divine sees me and I'm ready to rock and to roll and let's do the damn thing. From that place, that is where it would all come out. Because a lot of times we're procrastinating, we have perfectionism, we're playing small, we're staying stuck, we're in our comfort zones because we're not actually on the path of what truly fulfills us. We're on a path of pleasing everybody outside of us. So when you get on the path that is actually meant for you, a lot of this will clear itself up. A lot of it will clear itself up. The next thing you want to do is cultivate courage. Fear the fear and do it anyway. Fear the fear of failure. Feel the fear of shame, embarrassment, of not getting it right, of falling on your face, of losing it all in in context. I'm again I'm not saying go out and do anything too too like crazy. You wanna everything in context, right? And do it anyway. I hate the word fearless. I don't believe in it. Well I, not that I don't believe in it. It exists and it's real, but I always like to use the word courage. Because if you're fearless, there's no fear, there's nothing to overcome, then you can just Okay, cool. I'm fearless. There's nothing to fear. So of course I'm going to do it. But to have courage, the courage of your own conviction means that there is fear. There is doubt. There's insecurity. There's maybe a lack of self-worth. But I'm going to do it anyway. That to me is what is really beautiful. When you can be courageous in the face of your own insecurity, in the face of your own failure, in the face of your own fear, in the face of your own low self-worth, you say, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself one more time. And you do it anyway. That to me is courage. So you want to cultivate that courage in yourself. And the more courageous you are, tiny moments of courage to bigger moments of courage, the more you cultivate self-confidence, the more you cultivate self-worth, the more you cultivate self-trust, then playing small no longer is an option for you. Then you get to play big and you get to play bold and you get to step into the magic of your life. Last but not least, learn something new and invest in yourself. A huge way to start playing big is to invest in in yourself to make yourself a priority. Take a class, learn a new skill, watch videos on YouTube, to, um, 
learn from a friend, do whatever, join a class, join a group, invest in yourself and learn something new, learn a language, learn how to swim, learn how to ride a bike, learn how to um, invest in stocks, learn how to paint, whatever, right? If there's something in you that you want to learn or to do or to try, do it. Invest in yourself. Learn something new. Expand yourself. Grow. And the more you do that, the less and less you'll be ever inclined to play small. Okay. Hi! Hi, Wanda and Exodus. She says, hi, Candy. Good stuff. All about the mindset. Yes, it is. It is all about that mindset. Hey, sweetie. Hey, Wanda. Yes, it is all about the mindset. Mm. Okay, you guys. So that is it. That is everything I had for how to shift your mindset, how to be successful, and how to stop playing small and play big. Of course, you guys, if you ever need any additional support, I am here for you. You can book a one-on-one coaching session with me. You can grab the Create Your Dream Life course, pick up the self-love journal, join our VIP Facebook group. I'm leaving it free for a bit. I don't know when I'm going to close the doors, but right now it's free. So go ahead and join us while we're free and subscribe to the channel, YouTube and podcasts and comment and share with the friends. I'm telling you this journey to leveling up to your mindset shift to getting what you deserve in your life is always better with some support. So be sure to share this. And I love you guys. If you have any questions, everything is linked below and join me on Instagram as well. And until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.